Blog Talk Radio. of the pajama party. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, cheers. All right. How's everybody tonight? Hey. Cool. Waiting on the election results, but I'm good. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I wish they'd get that thing over with. That's rock and roll, baby. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Everybody Ooh, how you doing tonight, Kevin? Yeah. I'm hanging in here, hanging in here. Like I said, I'm I'm ready for everything to be over. Let's rock and roll. Next president, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so you? like when you go to a show and you see one band and it's like, okay, that was good. Next. <laughs> Bring on the next band. Let's go. There you go. How you doing tonight, Papa? Everything's cool. How about you? I'm hanging in here. Mm-hmm. Check out this weather. We've been having some gorgeous days. What's up with that? I don't know, but I'm not going to question it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, ready to get it started? Ready to get it started. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got our hot topics tonight. I mean, this is hot, hot off the press. Yeah, boy, 45 supporters protest outside uh, Maricopa County, HQ in Phoenix. Also, Justice Department okays use of armed agents at polling stations for counting. And body camera footage shows graphic police shooting in Philadelphia. Here we go again. Our hidden and quitted headlines. Uh, Arctic time capsule from 2018 washes up in Ireland. Uh, there are other things in the news. Um, also, the DOJ is looking for block uh, to block visas plant a question of um, plaid. Also, more than 2,000 New Jersey inmates released to uh, slow spread of the COVID-19 virus. More than 500,000 Australians the man probe of Rupert Murdoch's empire. Oh, wow. Also missing LASD firefighter found dead in Mexico. And Oregon leads the way in uh, the um, criminalizing hard drugs. Also, our cocktail of the week is the honeymoon cocktail. What's popping with Papa Didi? I'm quite sure he got a real surprise for us tonight. Our weird news, of course, we're going to lighten it up. California kayakers end up in mouth of humpback whale. Okay, I don't think that's funny, but okay. <laughs> Man caught a walking stuffed dog after curfew. And skeleton strip club 
Halloween display gets under neighbor's skin. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, woman represents. Living for the city with Papa Diddy, some Hollywood wrap-up. Also the kisser list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topic. It's Friday night, and you're listening to The Pajama Party Show Live. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentary, and the world's famous Kiss It List. And you don't want to be on the Kiss It List. So visit apajamaparty.com. Check out the cocktail of the week. Get your glass and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. All right, welcome back to the John Party. My name is Papa Dean. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Como allez-vous? It's time for the hot topics. And um, obviously the hottest topic, before we go any further, is the election. The presidential and all the other downline elections. So, uh, you know, that thing is changing by the minute. So let's just chat about that real quick. Um, what's the latest on that one, Papa Didi? You got anything for us? Well, you know, the numbers are still the same, 253 to 213, favored Biden. But um, nobody's calling anything because there's so many mail-in ballots and all kind of uh, residual ballots and stuff that got to be checked out and checked over and you name it. So I'm sure there won't be a president-elect until the, at least the end of November, in my opinion. Wow. So, well, so I know much. they're still counting in Arizona, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. Yeah, then you got to go through Trump's heartache and all, everything like that. But I think this is a this is a time when people are going to have the opportunity to separate yourself from him because he's the one that got to leave and nobody else does because Mitch McConnell won and the other boy from South Carolina was his Yeah, name. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, he won, so... Apparently, people were voting. You know, they looked at the whole board and they said, "Well, you know what? Let's get rid of Trump." But if you're a Republican, you want to hold on to other Republicans that keep, you know, keeps things strong on that level. So, so Trump's a man without a country right now, in my opinion. He's he's trying to figure out, damn. And he wants people to go down with him. But a lot of people are saying, "Look, I had enough of your shit, man. <laughs> you're on the way out, and I'm not even fucking with you no more like that." And, and I just feel like that's what's happening. I mean, they're not going to speak that blunt or so cordial to Trump because you can't get a word through edgewise on him. He's not no average person you have a regular conversation with. So I think people have to inadvertently just sit back and see whether or not he's just going to, you know, crumble up or die of some kind of self-suffocation. or Because they're not going to go out easy. You know, they're going to have to almost pry him out of that White House because they were just getting up in it. And then plus... Barack did eight years, so, you know, he want to at least mimic Barack. So if he got to leave in four years, he's going to feel unfulfilled because, yeah. you know, you didn't master black man. So. 
Well, I think I heard Biden say that there had only been three other presidents who did not win a second term, and he's hoping to be the fourth. So I don't know who the other three were, but Trump is not trying to be a one-term president. I think it's really all about ego. I don't think it really has anything to do with what he was allegedly trying to accomplish for the country. Well, I think it's really all about ego. Not just ego. He got a lot of irons left in the fire. He's got a lot of stuff in that White House spread out all over the place where he done changed everything and broke everything down and got rid of everything that Barack did in there. Mm-hmm. Anything Barack did, he painted over top of it and made his own thing. I think he was going to use the last four years to kind of clean up a little bit and get rid of some crap and all that. But to now, to have to leave in three months, man, you know. Oh, he's made a mess. Yeah, well, everybody moved there, too. You don't hear him even talking about the, uh, you know, the Trump Tower anymore in New York. First, his wife was skeptical about coming to D.C. Now that she tastes that milk and honey in D.C. like everybody else does, they're either politicians from faraway places. They don't want to leave because they get to D.C. and they got access to everything, you know, cars, women, and stars, as they say, you know? Yeah. Well, there was mm -hmm. a big story this week that a lot of folks were talking about this big yellow moving truck that was out front of the White House. And people, really? of course, were speculating, like, is he packing up? Is Melania packing up? Is she trying <laughs> to make a move? Everybody, say, believe me, when I'm they look... off of this thinking ship. When they look know. at CNN and they see that big old 253, and then Trump being all the way down at 213, I mean, a person with an ego like that, he's got to be losing his mind. Because mm. all he knows he thinks is winning, winning you know? He's he just think I'm gonna win everything. I'm gonna win out. Now he's like freaked out. Tomorrow we're gonna do a lawsuit here, a lawsuit there, a really recap. He's gonna try to draw that stuff out as long as he can. And you know? all of these lawsuits about who's doing what illegally, and he's got lawsuits out and judges making decisions. Well, some crooked, crooked people are gonna come along and help him out. You know that. I mean, Trump's got a big following. You know, I mean, a lot of people. If you were smart, you stay away from him. For the next couple of weeks, but anybody who has to talk to him or has to, when he goes in that war room, and puts together some kind of strategy, man, look out. I hate to be on that team because if they go down and everything don't go right, and they lose their shirt with the regular boots and all that gets done, and he's still losing by much more. He can test it if he want to, but it's a done deal, you know. It looks like he got the uh, Nevada wrapped up, you know, and. Uh, well, places. I mean, Biden's ahead in Nevada. Biden's ahead everywhere right yeah, now. Yeah, everywhere, yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good feeling. I mean, it's like a Super Bowl or a football game or anything else, you know, as long as you're you winning at the time. Yeah. That's cool. You ain't got the pressure of having to come from behind. Well, yeah. the lead in Georgia is the smallest Biden lead. Yeah, but he came yeah. back 130. Right, but votes, I'm saying right now Biden's votes. only ahead by a little over 4,000 votes, and that's little. All his other leads between Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Arizona are over 20,000 that he's ahead of Trump. No. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to say, Lindsey Graham, that kiss butt, Gave $500,000 to Trump's campaign, I, I, I guess, 
to help, I guess, with the defense fund of all of the lawsuits and everything to try to get the recount and who's doing what fraudulently and all that stuff. Yeah, but he's and just he's trying proud to show, of it. He's, he's out trying, here But he's trying it. to just show good faith. He don't carry the way. Well, but, like I said, mm-hmm. that kiss butt, Lindsey Graham, is out here waving a flag, talking about I contributed five hundred thousand. I'm like, do you really think? Well, I don't that really that's think. Give you I don't think. Favor? I don't. I don't really. I wouldn't say that though. I, I I think he just did that as a good faith offering as he saw Trump out the door, because see, Lindsey Graham just won his election, so he's good for six years. You know what I'm saying? So he don't give a damn about what what. I think he just had some reelection money. Yeah, but still, and he figured I'm gonna buy me. All right, that's one thing. But what I'm saying is that he don't give a damn about what Trump does now going forward. You'd be surprised the people that's going to accept. Why do you need to find favor to somebody who's out the door? What is that about? Because he's trying to show his allegiance. Even if Trump is already on a sinking ship, he's trying to show. Look, well, yeah, that's well, that's what I'm saying, basically. That five hundred thousand don't mean I oh Trump please don't leave I want you to stay. That's well, to say, it wouldn't if you matter leave, what he felt. <laughs> he's saying if you leave, then when you go past Denny, go get you a, a you know a go big get breakfast. you a Rudy Tootie fresh yeah, and get, fruity. Yeah, just get something on the way. On I mean, your way to Florida. Right now, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> From what I see on that election, Ooh. the Republicans right now are taking a sigh of relief to know that they can get back because that one young lady that lost. You know, she was pissed off because she lost to somebody, and she was trying to separate herself from Trump at the last minute on the debates mm-hmm. and couldn't do it, and she just felt like, wow. Then all of a sudden, the election came along, and, Too late. and she got beat. Well, so. Well, speaking of Trump, let's talk about Phoenix, what's happening in Arizona. You've got all these uh, people who support Trump. They're outside protesting in Maricopa County, right there in Phoenix, Arizona. A a whole crowd of them. I don't know how many, but it's a crowd of people that are out there. Some of these people are armed with rifles and handguns gathered outside of the election center in Arizona. Now, this started on Wednesday, and since Wednesday, they keep coming back, and the numbers have been growing And they're out there claiming, based on what Trump has been saying on Twitter, they're out there claiming and following the rumors that there are votes for Trump that are not being counted deliberately. So they're out there chanting, stop the steal and count my vote and all this kind of thing. Now, that all kicked off once Trump got on Twitter and started talking about stop the count and whatnot. And it was um, a couple of other cities where some of his believers came out in numbers and decided, yeah, we're going to pick that banner up and go and bum rush the the polling counting places. So it's getting to the point now where the National Guard is escorting the, the polling workers to their cars when they finish their shift at the end of the evening. Because you got these numb nuts out there chanting and yelling with rifles and handguns and banners and signs. They out there waving Trump flags, American flags, and I don't know what else. That just shows you how far out of control this stuff has gotten. And all of this was based on what Trump said on Twitter. 
people just take what he says, whatever he tweets, they take it as, okay, this is a call to action. Our fearless leader has given the word, let's take the banner and run. And that's what they've been doing. And a lot of this stuff, well, let me say none of this has been substantiated. There is no proof of fraud. There is no proof of stealing the election. All they have is Trump talking on Twitter. So I just feel like, for one, he needs to stop poking the bear, stoking the fire, whatever you want to call it. He needs to stop that stuff because somebody's going to get hurt, if not killed, simply because they're listening and following his lead. Yeah, two guys at the Civic Center with some guns and ammunition. They ride up there in a Hummer with all these bunch of guns, bunch of ammunition. Like, what was you going to do to fill up center center? But you going to bust in there and bum rush the Yeah, to do what? I mean, what were you going to do? These are employees and volunteers who are there to try to do a job, carry out their civic duty, count the, vel- the votes, and be done with it. And now you got these folks out here banging on the glass doors, banging on the building walls and stuff, talking all this stuff. Arm, that's what gets me. If you want to protest, fine. The the Constitution says you can, you know, raise your voice all you want. But when you show up with weaponry, that's a whole different thing. So that's all I'm saying. I can do Well, if you got any uh, questions or comments on the subject, give us a call. Uh, what's that number? 914-803-4306. That's right. And uh, press one if you want press to press one if you're online already. Press one, and you can tell us how you feel about stuff. You know, because uh, this election's everybody's business, so speak on it. You know. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, did we do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're over to you, Papa Didi. What okay. you got for us? Uh, let's see here. Justice Department okay's use of uh, armed agents at polling stations for county. Yeah, it's out of control, man. Wait, this here. All right, Justice Department okay's use of armed agents at polling stations during vote counting. Now, it's been going fine without these jerk-offs, but, you know, people always got to come in and give somebody a long gun. You know what I mean? And we always got to look up and see somebody with a damn long gun and say, wow, you know. Anyway, in a directive that appears to uh, skirt the long-lasting uh Let me read that again. In a a directive that appears to skirt long-standing situations, the the Justice Department told the federal prosecutor early Wednesday that they can send armed federal law enforcement agents to poll sites where votes are still being counted to prevent potential federal crimes, according to an email obtained by Time magazine. Now, this is just crazy. Uh, the advisory came in an overnight memo sent to the United States attorneys nationwide after 1 a.m. on Wednesday, hours after the polls have closed on Election Day. Okay, with Trump and Attorney, Gen- uh, Attorney General William Barr, your boy, okay, raising unsubstantial charges for months about widespread election fraud. Now, we're going to get into this even deeper because this is the way Trump shot himself in the foot. Just keep keep your eye on what we just said about 
Trump raising unsubstantial, you know, charges about the widespread election fraud. Mm-hmm. Okay, the memo raised me worries about the prospect of the Justice Department trying to help Trump by using federal agents to intervene in ballot counting efforts. Okay, now he is going to go up there and, you know, shake the apple cart because everything seemed to be fine, you know, but they show the inside of there, people in there counting and all. they just people working for a living, just doing what they got to do. They got to pack it up, straighten it out, open the letters, record it, send it through the machine, you know, probably date it, stamp it, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. notarize it. They doing a ton of stuff, and now you're going to do it with a long gun pointing at you or pointing near you or somebody coming in with a hidden agenda, you know. Anyway, Justice Department policy guidelines note that the uh, federal statute of uh, makes it a uh, felony for any federal officer to send troops or armed men to open polling places, except under specific circumstances. So they violated different justice policies mm-hmm. from the beginning, you know. Uh, so the directive was sent uh, by Richard P. Donahue whom Barr named in July as the Justice Department Principal Associate, Dep- Associate Deputy General. In an email, Donahue made no mention of particular types of in- investigators that he might warrant to use at the uh, federal agencies. He also did not say if the department would approve any needed, over-needed over uh, people to uh, oversee that. But but they're, they're going to be there, I'm sure. And... Um, now the fact that Trump is leading everything, they're going to be in there with other intentions. I'm sure they're coming in with a hidden agenda and setting up. Because Trump right now is setting up to do something, you know. Because I'm telling you, everybody was so lackadaisical. And when and when you're when you're lackadaisical, you, you can't get too rested because you never know what's going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. you never know what's going to happen. You go out too much. Go out your house too much and don't set the alarm every day when you go to work. Oh, well, I was, I'm not gonna set the alarm. Not gonna set. Then you, you have to get broke into. They still have your crap, and your alarm won't even turned on. You know, I mean, it's, it's almost like that situation right there. You know, right now they were. I mean, what's the his daughter's uh, husband's name? Um, Jared Kushner. 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 He's he's cutting deals over in Israel. He's got a big old office in the White House where he's just making money like a. It's almost like the White House is a front for his particular business because he's he's he ain't nothing but about he's about billions. He's about hotels and buildings and landlording and and just making money, 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 money. He even said that he can't see why black folks don't seem ambitious to make it or something like that. How yeah, you gonna be a million? How you gonna be a billionaire? And say what you think black, and what gets me too, and what, I'm not going to get on a tangent with this, but why do everybody talk like talk about black folks like we're in some type of little box? Like we're, you know, oh, my black people, like we're just in their pocket that they can pull up like, like dice and throw it up against the wall like they're shooting crap. Like we're sitting around as individuals just waiting for them to tell us what to do and where to go and... Because they you want know, to think that we're all the same. We oh, are not they, a monolithic group of people. Oh my God! We have different faiths, different beliefs, yeah. different ways. Mm, different and, we, and I'm gonna talk about this one. This one black mofo. I'm gonna get into later. This joker here is a mess. And uh, but anyway, uh, just to get past this particular story here, um, looking at the footage, I haven't seen any people out there. Um, doing this yet because I think Barr and them probably reneged on it because right now I think they're in the White House not knowing what to do. 
I think they got the tail between their legs and they're just trying to figure out what their next move is. Trump don't want to talk like a maniac right now because he don't want to shoot himself in the foot no more. But he, he still tweet out saying a bunch of jazz. But um, yeah. I got no sympathy for them, you know, because, and like I said, he shot himself in the foot, you know, and uh, I'll wait till a couple more stories and we'll get into how they shot himself in the foot. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that one. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna tell you, he last the last thing he did. Well, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right, over to you, Kel. Uh, what's going on in Philadelphia? Uh, same shiggity, different day. That's all. Um, mm-hmm. this body uh, camera footage, um, in Philadelphia, um, of this graphic police shooting of Walter Wallace Jr. Um, authorities they released the um, body uh, cam footage and the 911 audio involving Walter Wallace Jr., a black man fatally shot by officers during um, what his relatives said was a mental health crisis. Um, it marks the first time in Philadelphia Police Department history that it has released body camera footage of an officer-involved shooting. Really? Took this long? Wow. Um, it was, yeah, that's what I said I mean, the first time. Um, I know here in D.C., the, the the mayor, you know, her thing was, you know, we're going to show within a certain amount of time, which was, which was pretty good. Um, they just passed that, but this is crazy. Um, let me go on. The 11-minute video features body uh, camera footage from the two officers involved. Um, it shows the officers' arrival on the scene and the interactions that led to the shooting itself. Um, it also includes audio. At the request of the Wallace family, only certain footage was released. Okay. Um, we have done here exactly what they asked us to do, to be transparent. This is the police department talking. Um, and one of the 911 calls, the caller requests that officers respond, um, you know, have them to respond, um, you know, not not as a police call, but as a mental health um, thing, because that's what they were saying that the um, that the son was he had mental health. Um, it goes on to say they talk about um, you know if they could have used some other type of force as far as maybe rubber bullets or even tasing instead of right. um, fatally shooting the guy, you know. So. Um, and uh, the commissioner, he did, he identified these two officers um, as Sean Matozo and um, Thomas Munns. One was 25 and one was 26. And they've been on the department for, um, what, three years? So, um, this is crazy. 25 and 26. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, sound like they were trigger happy. Um Scared to death in a black neighborhood. Yeah, or both. Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. So um, we're going to see how this case goes. Uh, his name is Walter Wallace Jr., Philadelphia. So at least one thing they did release the body cam, which was pretty good, but, you know, now this guy, he's dead. I mean, I'm, I, what, 14 shots? That's crazy. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. That was excessive. Yeah, because he was walking towards the police officers with a knife. I mean, I understand, you know, you may be threatened, but can't you shoot the guy in the leg or the arm or something, you know? Or just tackle him. 
Yeah. Like, I, I just think these cops, they don't need to be cops now. I mean, if you're that scared and you have a gun in your hands, it's just you're going to get trigger happy, you know. You would rather shoot than try to, like you said, knock the um, person down or just try to deter them from coming towards you. It's just crazy. You're just getting out of hand. So, uh, we yeah. have to pray for the Wallace family to see what's going to happen with that situation. Hopefully it won't be a cover-up like they did, you know, um, Breonna Taylor. You know, it's, it's still a lot of mess going on with that, but hopefully they won't cover this up, you know. Um, yeah. They're probably just going to say a self-defense probably, I'm quite sure. But, um, yeah. yeah, that's the go-to. Yep, you're right. That's the go-to. So we'll see. Okay, well, thank oh. you for that update. All right, mm-hmm. let's take a quick break, and then we're coming back on the other side of the break. With we've got some really hot hit it and quit it headlines tonight, so uh, don't you dare move. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Papa Didi. If you haven't heard of the Pajama Party, you're missing out. We got hot topics, hit and quit it headlines, what's popping with me, weird news. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city again with me. The Hollywood wrap up the kettle, the cocktail of the week, the world's famous kitchen list, and of course, the last word. We serve up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at 914-803-4306, or listen at www.apajamaparty.com, and also follow us on Twitter. Hi, right, welcome back to the John Party. One of your hosts, Papa D. Give me a kettle. Hello. Red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the hit it and quit it headlines. And we're going to go to kettle first. Uh, what you got for us tonight, kettle? Well, something different um, other than the quote-unquote election news. Um, an Arctic time capsule from 2018 washes up in Ireland as polar ice melt. When the crew and passengers of the nuclear-powered icebreaker ship 50 years of victory reached the North Pole um, in 2018, they placed the time capsule in the ice flow. Uh, the metal cylinder contained letters, coins, photographs, badges, Beer mats, whatever the heck that is, uh, menu, wine corks, and uh, so on. The future came pretty swiftly. The cylinder was found this week on the northwestern tip of Ireland after floating an estimated 2,300 miles from the Arctic Circle. Wow. They said where the global um, heat, heating is melting a record um, amount of the ice. I've, I've heard reports on that. This global warming is for real. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So um, it goes on to say a Russian friend of a friend translated the engraving and told McClory it was a time capsule. Um, so he opened it and discovered messages in Russian and English from um, the 50 years of the Victory Polar Expedition. Um, one, later, one letter in English uh, dated August the 4th, 2018, said everything around is covered by ice. We think that by the time this letter will be found, there is no more ice in Arctic, unfortunately. Wow. 
So they thought that this time capsule was going to be uh, found 30 or 50 years later. But uh, oh, they, found it a, they found it within a couple of, couple of years. So it was like, wow, that's crazy. So that's how fast the, the polar ice cap is melting. Right. So um, they are wow. saying that it, it, it might be almost dis- disappeared by 2035, and that's not too far off. Like Papa always say, I mean, we think it's far off, but it's not. Another 15 years from there. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So That's crazy, is, um, but that just shows you that this stuff is real. Yeah. Um, they were saying that last year the Iceland ice sheet lost the record amount of ice, equivalent to 1 million tons every minute, with annual snowfall no, no longer enough to replenish snow and ice. Lost during summer melting, so that's why they said it's gonna it's gonna be gone in, in such a short period of time. So that's interesting. Wow, time capsule found it within two years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess that didn't quite work out the way they thought it would. I say resend it. <laughs> resend it back out. Yeah, really. Cap <laughs> it up. Get put it back in there. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. That's it. <laughs> okay. I got one about a, a visa. Everybody knows visa. If you don't have MasterCard, you probably have visa. Well, Department of Justice is trying to block Visa's planned acquisition of a financial tech startup company called, I believe it's pronounced Plaid, P L A I D. So I'm going to call it Plaid. Uh, the U.S. attorneys for Department of Justice outline a potential deal to extend a visa monopoly on debit transactions. And they're saying that for antitrust reasons, the $5.3 billion acquisition, which was announced back in February, must be stopped according to their complaint. They're saying by acquiring PLED, Visa would eliminate the competitive threat that would likely result and substantial savings and more innovative online debit services. So basically they're saying they don't want Visa to corner the market on debit services with the acquisition of this new startup company called Plaid. So they're doing everything they can to try to what they call neutralize the threat to U.S. debit businesses. So, uh, you know, that, that's the long and short of it. So we'll see mm-hmm. what happens, but they're mm-hmm. saying that Visa already has a mm-hmm. 70% share of the mm-hmm. debit market in the U.S., and that their rival mm-hmm. MasterCard has been unable to rival against that kind of share. So, I mean, wow. if Visa has 70%, I don't know who else is out there other than MasterCard, but that mm-hmm. that doesn't leave much. It doesn't. So, mm-hmm. And I understand if... if if they acquire um, Plaid, then it's it's going to like they said monopolize. Um, but my thing is, you know, I would tell people to do their research. I did a little research on the company, and they just started within the last within five years. And I was okay. like, wow, they they gained gained a lot of momentum well, for Visa to be interested in them. So they must be doing something right. Or they must be. I don't know. Visa said yeah. we need to gobble them up. Yeah, I see. But uh, like you said, it's going to be interesting to see. We're going to have to continue to follow that one. 
Yeah. I guess they're going to try to, the, the Department of Justice is trying to bust them up like they did uh, Ma Bell. You know, mm-hmm. remember when they broke up the uh, uh, Bell Atlantic, I think? Was that the name of the company right. then? Bell mm-hmm. Atlantic? Because they oh, said, y'all have a monopoly on telecommunications, and it's not fair, it's not competitive, blah, blah, blah. And they hit that thing with a sledgehammer and busted it up. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, I love your anyway. analogy. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I saw it. You hit it with a sledgehammer, and those pieces went flying, and folk were trying to get a piece of that rock. So, you know, that made way for companies like Sprint and T-Mobile and who mm-hmm. else? Uh, Nextel, mm-hmm. all of them. There's a bunch of them. They all were like, okay, now we can get a piece of this. AT&T. Mm-hmm. AT&T, yeah. Folks started jumping in on it. Blackberry. So, anyway, mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. all I have on that. Uh, mm-hmm. what's, what's your hit and quit it tonight, Papa Didi? Uh, let's see here. Um, more than 2,000 New Jersey inmates were released to uh, slow the spread of corona in prisons. 2,000. Uh-oh. Wow. Watch your back, that's, Billy. That sounds so weird, too, uh, coming out of New Jersey. I'm saying watch your back, Billy. Nobody, no breaks. Now, more than 2,000 inmates in New Jersey were released Wednesday in an attempt to uh, minimize the spread of corona and uh, in the state's prison system among a, let's see, almost a month after the state uh, passed one of the first bills in the United States to reduce sentences because of the pandemic. All right, uh, Liz Val, that was Liz Velez. He is a New Jersey uh, Department of Corrections spokesperson. Told NBC News in an email that uh, 2,261 adults uh, near the end of their prison sentence were released early Wednesday amongst uh, rising corona, corona cases in some of the uh, state's prisons. All right. As of Wednesday morning, the uh, state recorded that uh, at least 51 inmates' deaths and 4,011 cases including employees and inmates since the wow. beginning of April, according to the uh, Department of uh, COVID-19 data that they have developed. According to the uh, Marshall Project, uh, which is uh, attacking state and federal prison COVID-19 data, the number uh, represented one of the highest corona death rates in the nation. So 4,000 cases, 51 deaths. Okay, the move came less than a month after uh, Governor Phil Murphy uh, signed a bill to reduce sentences to uh, inmates to curb the spread of COVID-19 in the state's prison system. Okay, under the uh, S-2519 bill, prisoners in New Jersey can get their sentences reduced by as many as eight months from every eight months from every from each month spent behind bars during the pandemic. People serving time for murder or sexual assault sex offenders and inmates in federal prisons and county jails are not eligible. So you can't do the other stuff and get out of there, but you can do some other stuff and get out of there. Well, there said that the new law requires prisoners to release inmates uh, regardless of uh, whether they tested positive for corona or whatever. Uh, I was going to ask, are these people who are positive? No, that's not, a, that's not speculation. It's just, uh, I guess it's 
as as you've seen, the ones that the people that, that don't qualify are murderers, sexual assault people, and uh, sex offenders are uh, oh, okay. not, not included in this particular deal. So basically, it's so, the nonviolent. Yeah, I guess you. Yeah, so. I guess you would say burglar burglars and people like that, which is you know you violated somebody's life, so it's not completely nonviolent. But I guess it had nothing to do with really taking somebody out or. Okay. You know, but you did do some violent shit when you break into somebody's house or rob them at gunpoint or whatever, you know. Okay. Anyway, so there's 2,000 prisoners on the street, so uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to dirt, watch your back. Yeah, watch your back. Too. Yeah. Just watch out. Yeah, you might. Um, talking about the COVID-19 thing, they were talking about um, Lori Laughlin. Um, she's supposed to do a two months, and they were talking about she probably might probably do less than that because of this um, pandemic. And I'm like, really? <laughs> it was a two months, yeah, okay. and you're going to cut it short? <laughs> a couple of y'all, really? Yeah, sounds mm. like some Of course. But anyway, yeah. we're going to keep yeah. it moving. All right. Um, Rupert Murdoch. Uh, oh, they have, okay. Uh, Australians. 500,000 Australians, the man sold into Rupert Murdoch's uh, media empire. Um, this is the guy that owns Fox News. So um, they signed a petition calling for inquiry uh, into the dominance of a Rupert Murdoch's media empire. The petition to Parliament was launched um, by former Australian Prime Minister Kevin Rood a little over three weeks ago and closed on Wednesday. It calls for a royal, uh, b- 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 royal Commission, Australia's highest form of public inquiry, uh, to investigate threats to media diversity. It also accused oh. media businesses of encouraging uh, deliberately um, polarizing and politically manipulated news. Huh. Doesn't sound new to me. It sounds like y'all pressing it. That sounds like pop. <laughs> yeah. While the petition raised several points of concern, um, including Google and Facebook's relationship with the news media, it um, singled out Murdoch's News Corp as a potential threat to free speech and public debate. Okay. We are especially concerned that Australia's print media is overwhelmingly controlled by news, this news corporation founded by Fox News, billionaire Rupert Murdoch, uh, with around two-thirds of daily newspaper uh, readership the petition said this power is routinely used to attack opponents in business and politics by blending um, editorial opinion with news reporting. Of okay. course it is. It's fine. Yes. Uh, That's what Rude they do. Been, yeah. They said, it goes on to say Rude has been outspoken about what he considers um, the toxic influence of Murdoch's media proprietors. Hmm. He also called the billionaire's news uh, empire a cancer for democracy in the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, and um, other likes. Wow. Okay. Fox has proposed $15 billion takeover. Wow. Hmm. Um, well, we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. Uh, your boy Trump, he might say something once he get out the White House. He might get involved with this. He, he's not going to have nothing else to do, right, Bob? <laughs> so, yeah, you're right about that. So we'll see. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. 
Well, I've got one. I don't know if people are um, had previously heard about this story, but there was a firefighter out of Los Angeles who had been missing, and they finally found him. Unfortunately, they found him dead in Mexico. Uh, Francisco Aguilar, uh, he was young. He was a 20-year, I'm sorry, not young. He was a 20-year veteran of the Los Angeles Fire Department. Uh, he had gone missing in August. And they finally determined that he had been killed in Rosarito in Mexico by kidnappers. You know, this is one of those things that you hear from time to time about how people are kidnapped and held for ransom, etc. So it turns out that uh, they've, they've, they've arrested people who were associated or connected to his murder. Uh, they found his body burned in Mexico back in uh, last month, October 23rd. His family had been notified, and they were saying, you know, it was a tragic outcome to the case because they had been searching for him. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, you know, to hear that they found him, unfortunately not alive. But, Mm -hmm. you know, this is the kind of stuff that continually goes on, and sometimes we don't hear about it as much. But this stuff right. is going on in places like Mexico and other places south of the border where people will just snatch somebody and hold them for ransom. They're not necessarily looking for people who have a lot of money. They're just looking mm-hmm. for anybody that they think their family will pay to get them back. So. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Sound like yeah. something you see on, you know, TV. This is made for TV movie, something like that. Yeah, it reminds me of that movie Denzel did when he was protecting that little girl. Yeah. Man on Fire, isn't that, that was Man oh, on Fire, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, it was a movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah some co- mm. condolences to this firefighter's family. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to pass it back over to Papa Didi. What else you got for us tonight? Uh, let's see here. Oregon leads away in... Uh, Wow, decriminalizing uh, hard drugs. Oregon, okay. okay. Yeah, up at the top, top left hand corner. <laughs> okay, or uh, this is at Salem, Oregon, in the uh, in a first in the nation. Oregon has rejected uh, charges drug users with criminal offenses with voting passing a ballot measure that. Decriminalize the possession of heroin, methamphetamines, LSD, oxycodone, and other hard drugs. Wow. Okay. So the measure completely uh, changes how Oregon's justice system treats those who uh, are found with uh, personal use amounts of the uh, hard drugs. Instead of uh, going to trial and facing possible jail time, a person would have to uh, option to pay a $100 fine or attend new uh, addiction recovery centers funded by millions of dollars of tax revenue from the Oregon uh, legalized uh, region. Anyway, uh, the passage of the measure makes Oregon, uh, which is uh, 1973, became the first state to decriminalize marijuana possession. Yeah, Oregon's been at it for a while. Oh, so they're Seems very like progressive yeah, they've always, I mean, up top, you know, they, they, you know, they're not trying to do harm. They, they live up there in the upper, what do they call it, the... Uh, in the upper northwest. 
Yeah, up in the northwest. I mean, that's a whole other country up there. Yeah, that's you the know, between. Is that yeah? That's northwest. Yeah, so it's very interesting. So uh, mm. they're doing things. They're very conservative, and they they conscious of what they do, based on their location and all. You know, they right below Canada, some part of Canada, because you want to go too far up to go in the United States. Camden's right there, to you know, knocking at the door. So. We'll see if there's any other connections to this story concerning uh, Canada or uh, how that works out with them because they're real close to Canada up top. Well, I know they had plenty of money they've been collecting because of uh, the legalization of marijuana. So I I guess that's how they're funding all of this, you know, to tell people rather than arrest you, if you have an an addiction, we're going to treat the addiction. Because putting you in jail is not going to really get rid of the desire. I mean, I guess if you're in there long enough and you can't get it, you'll have to, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But this does seem like a much better idea. So, I don't know. What do you think about that one, Kettle? It's interesting. Interesting. Um Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, Oregon is too far from me to worry about it. I see it's a big yeah, state also. So. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of crime up there. I mean, there's people way up top, man. They're yeah, they, top. they 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 closer to um, the uh, Washington State. They up in the trees chilling, <laughs> like Papa said. Uh-huh. So they more mellow and conservative, like you said. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, that wraps up our hit it and quit it for tonight. Uh, Are we going to take a break and then hit the cocktail of the week? or? All right. That's what we're going to do. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Kettle and the cocktail of the week on the other side of the break. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date, and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of Papa D.D. and me with Kettle. Hello. Red wine. Bonsoir, darling. And it is time for the cocktail of the week. 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 <laughs> <laughs> set up for that. Okay. Yes. What you got for us, Kel? It is called the Honeymoon oh. Cocktail Recipe. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get ready to go on the trip, you honeymooners. Uh, the equipment that you need, you're going to need a cocktail shaker, cocktail strainer, and a chilled cocktail coupe glass. 
All right. Mm. The ingredients that you're going to need is a two ounces of apple brandy, mm. something different. Um, also, half an ounce of caraca. Also, half an ounce of grenadine. A half ounce of fresh lemon juice and a lemon twist to garnish. All right, we're going to combine all ingredients in a cocktail shaker over ice and shake vigorously and strain into a chilled cocktail coupe glass garnished with a lemon twist. And that is called the Honeymoon Cocktail Recipe. (laughs) Okay, that means that you like it. Okay.
still need to go out there and hang hang out on amateur night, as people call it. Some people call New Year's Eve amateur night. So these people were just like, you know. So everybody decided to get out early. Everybody wanted to get ahead of it. You remember the droll, the whole droll of everybody getting out there early? Right. People mail this stuff early. People send they being in early, 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 early. Now, but Trump went into the election that day thinking that, yeah, all my white folks, they had good, clean ballot. That's why he's preaching now. You'll hear him preach over the next couple of days. They, had, they should have just stopped it after the election, when the election was over, when we was way ahead and doing well. Yeah, that's because your people took the route of going and pulling the lever in a booth. Mm-hmm. But everybody else was scared to death because you had the mail guy getting rid of all the mailboxes and everything else. You had the Proud Boys, them little racist jerk-offs. They were scanning everybody, so black folks didn't want to be bothered with that. So they mailed the stuff in. And that mailing in early allowed those letters to get to the different places they needed to be ahead of time. And it was very evident in Georgia as well as Pennsylvania. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you something. In Pennsylvania, Trump was ahead by 300,000 votes. 300,000. And when they started counting those things for Biden, for all the people that that, that, uh, went, that decided to mail this stuff in, it, the number just got closer and closer and went down. People couldn't believe it at first. Then it dropped down to 100,000, 90,000, 50, 40, 30. Just, now Biden's ahead. It's crazy. Which go to show you that every every ballot that went out by mail or otherwise and wasn't pulled in a traditional booth was for Biden. Mm-hmm. And Trump is pissed off. But he brought it on himself. You the one that brought the Proud Boys, the little racist boys up in there, said they're going to be trolling the, the booths that day in the black neighborhood. Why are you patrolling the black neighborhood and letting your white friends go and vote like it ain't nothing? And black folks got to stand in long lines and all this... You shot yourself in the foot because people got out early. And now they're counting stuff. And now Trump is tripping his ass off. I ain't heard from a man in two days. Now, you know, you usually hear from him every damn five minutes, right? He's either tweeting, talking stuff, uh, you know, got his little red cap on and doing his thing. He hasn't talked to his constituents. He hasn't done anything because he's sobbing, man. And the whole place is sobbing. And just going to show you that when a bully is sobbing, you got a bunch of people working underneath you, they're following your knee. They sob when you sob. They smile when you smile. They cry when you cry. That's a straight dictatorship he's running in that White House. It's crazy. And nobody knows what to do. That's why I always said when Trump crumbles, everybody's going to be gone. When Trump goes down for whatever reason, you don't hear from Trump Jr. no more. You sure ain't going to hear from dumbass Eric, you know. His little European uh, wife, she's probably fucking one of them marine bodyguards somewhere in the back room. Who knows who tell what her little crazy ass is doing? They don't even hug or kiss or do nothing. And like I said before, after the debate, with the last debate, you know, Jill Biden came up and hugged him and kissed him through his mask and everything. All she came in was grab his hand and, and followed in place like that. I'm like, wow, these motherfuckers, huh? what the hell going on between them two? But anyway, like I said, make a long story short. Trump shot himself in the foot. You threaten people. You scare people. They got out and voted. Now they send the, the different ballots in. Now they count the ballot. And the ballots are all Biden. It's killing it. He's leading in every every state now. And 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 but like I said, we'll we'll focus on um, 
later on on uh, living, living for the city on the aspect of the other Republicans that won and with Trump being the only one that lost. So we'll, we'll follow up on that. That's all I got on that. All right. All right. That was a good I agree. One. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. shot himself in the foot, for real. Both feet. Mm-hmm. And the That's pink why he's trying to stop the count. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because he knew all his white friends just went in the booth. If you if you would have wrote in some of them real suburban neighborhoods, I think in Maryland they got a place called what's it called Chevy Chase. Not yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce Chevy it? Chase. Chevy mm-hmm. Chase. Chevy Chase Kensington, I think, is something called and. These places are really, I mean, really suburban, you know. Mm-hmm. They just walk right in. Hi, Mary. Hi, Joe. Hi. You kind of a, okay, sign here. Okay. You know? <laughs> and they're out. They're out. So. All right. All right, Kev. Mm-hmm. What, what's next? We're going to lighten it up a little bit. All right. <laughs> yeah. There you go. What you got? Lighten it up with the weird news, and I, I'm gonna go first. Uh, you mm-hmm. guys might have seen this particular story on television, but two kayakers escaped uninjured when they briefly ended up in the mouth of a humpback whale that surfaced right below them. Uh, Julie wow. McSorley and Liz Cottrell <laughs> said they were kayaking and whale-watching Monday off the coast of Avila Beach. I think this is in California. Yeah, in California, off the coast of Avila Beach, when the whale just surfaced from right underneath them. And those kayaks, you know, they tip easy. So when a whale comes up under you, not much choice. Uh, The video recorded by a witness shows the women and the kayak in the whale's mouth before they all disappeared under the surface of the water. And then one of the women said, I saw this big pool of fish, the big bait ball, come up out of the water. That was what Miss McSorley said. She said, I saw the whole whale come up, and I thought, oh, no, it's too close. And then all of a sudden, she lifted up, and it was. uh, she said she was in the water. Uh, The two women said they ended up capsized in the water when the whale, uh, you know, when the boat turned, the kayak turned over, and the whale left them behind. So the video actually makes it appear as though the women were being swallowed by the whale, but they were considerably larger than the whale's usual diet of krill and small fish. So I guess the whale was never really going to try to swallow them. Mm-hmm. But wow. the two women made it back to the shore uninjured. Go figure. Wow. Yeah, you go figure. Mm. Now, who yeah, was they taking out the there video? Watch. I don't know. It just said a witness. Mm-hmm. I guess they weren't the only whale watchers that day. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. All right. Uh, the next one is. Man caught walking stuffed dog after turkey. Oh, boy. In um, Zach Republic. Police in the uh, Zach Republic said that um, they issued a warning to a man caught violating curfew and attempting to disguise his actions by walking a stuffed toy 
dog on a leash. Uh, Are you serious? How the heck the damn thing walking? A news crew. Oh, you were um, just dragging it? <laughs> from, from the tech television uh, events of um, South Bohemia show were accompanying patrolling police officers in, uh, I can't even pronounce it, Seth Buddha Joyce. When the officers stopped a man caught walking in a public area after 9 p.m. after the curfew, which was imposed because of the uh, COVID-19, the man initially claimed to be out walking his dog in activities wow. that was permitted after curfew hours. But police quickly determined the object at the end of his leash was actually a stuffed dog, toy dog. That's crazy. The man then claimed his walk was an artistic practical joke and was released with the warning. The dog walker later told the local newspaper he does not regret his actions. Lord him. What is wrong people? Wow. I guess he just wanted some air and he said, I don't care about the curfew but I will strap Maybe. up my stuffed animal and Maybe. drag him along and hopefully nobody will notice. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I've seen all it right, all. Your, yeah. What's your weird news, Papa? This is um, this is kind of weird. I've been reading a couple of times to try to understand it, but it's a, a skeleton strip club Halloween display. It's under neighbor's skin. What? Now, looks like outside the strip club. Well, no, it's not even. It's not even a strip club. Excuse me. This person has a display. You know how people put stuff out for Halloween on the porch and all that jazz? I've yeah, seen what? some great ones. I've seen some ones where it looks like a dead person sitting in a chair. When you oh, walk up on the porch, it could scare you. This person has a pole with a skeleton with a wig on it, female. And she's on a pole with her pelvis up against the pole, and she's waving a dollar, and it's a damn skeleton. And this is somebody's Halloween oh, display in front yeah. of their house. Now, this is, in, this is in Richmond, Texas. No, right, some, neighbors in Richmond, some, some neighbors in Richmond, Texas had a bone to pick with oh, the, uh, with, her name was, her name was Angela Nava's Halloween Skeleton Strip Club display. Okay, mm-hmm. the Homeowners mm-hmm. Association, the H, uh, they call it the HOA, Homeowners Association called Nava. Pole dancing, wig wearing skeleton, and a dollar bill mm. waving customers. Uh, she called it skeletalicious. ABC 13 in Houston reported Ooh. well, the actual turn was offensive uh, and inappropriate, says loud and neighbors. So Nava got a letter saying that she had 30 days to shut it down. Mm. She mm. said she just wanted mm. to provide laughs in a difficult year. And uh, burnt the, burnt the uh, club display by November first, which is the day after Halloween. Everyone in the section of the neighborhood had been uh, supportive. She told the Houston Chronicle, um, "I do not have. I do have a few haters. We have to respect <laughs> and agree. We have to we have to respect and agree to disagree. For me, it was just a great creative outlet. Oh, Nava oh. kept changing the scenario a bit every night until closing." She said that she was uh, adding a VIP line for the stripper. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Anyway. And they were all skeletons. All skeletons, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the pole outside mm-hmm. her house. I want to see the skeleton with the dollar bill. That's too funny. Yeah, she was. Mm. Anyway. I guess her wow. neighbors were like, we are not amused. 
<laughs> yeah, you got kids doing trick-or-treating and stuff, seeing that skeleton on the pole. Somebody said, Mommy, Mommy, mm-hmm. what's that? And the, the oh, pelvis. Hey, that's a stripper. <laughs> the pelvis on the skeleton is pressing right up against that pole, too. You got to see it. There's a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Well. well that's the weird news. Uh, let's mm. see. We're, what are we doing? We're going to take a quick one. and We're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with moi uh, on the other side of the break. And if you want to get in on the conversation, give us a call at 914-803-4306 and press 1. And we'll be back on the other side of the break. This is The Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, we're going to switch gears and go to red wine, what uh, I'm just saying. Okay. Tonight, I'm just saying women represent. Women represent. Although, of course, we're still waiting for the final election results, I just want to give a shout-out to the women who have been elected so far. They are breaking records yet again, just like in the previous election. And I'm just saying, women, represent. Represent your clique. As of yesterday, we had 106 women that had been elected to the 435-member House of Representatives. That's a lot. 106. That included 83 Democrats, 23 Republicans, and that was according to uh, Rutgers Center for something, American Women in Politics, I believe. But that's approximately one quarter of the entire House of Representatives. So we still got a lot of work to do, ladies, but we're getting in there. We're getting there. But of the 106 women that were elected this time around, there were... 43 women of color, okay, 43, that's remarkable, 42 of those 43 women of color were Democrats, and we had one Republican woman woman of color, so I'm just celebrating that the female representation is going to be more, you know, prevalent on the floor in the Congress. So now maybe we can get some things done for real, for real. I'm just saying, women, represent. 
The women broke all kind of records uh, this year, including uh, two particular women uh, representatives, Deb Haaland out of New Mexico and Sharice Davids out of Can- uh, Kansas. They were elected elected as the first Native Americans to get into the House of Reps. You go, ladies. It turns out that a large number of women were inspired to run after hearing Trump's misogynistic remarks all along the way. And even during this election, Trump once again put his foot in his mouth when he kept saying that he was going to put suburban women's husbands back to work. You know, it's like, okay, did you think this was like 1940? What are you talking about? As if these so-called suburban women don't have jobs of their own that they need to get back to. But he's talking about, yeah, we're going to put the husbands back to work, you know. So, anyway, you know, once again, Trump doesn't keep up with the time. So, I guess he thought he was doing something by saying that. But anyway, I'm just glad it fired these women up and that they decided, you know what, I'm going to run for office. And I really hope that they're going to make a difference. I'm just saying, women, represent. And a special shout-out to Miss Cori Bush. I don't know if you remember her from out of Ferguson, Missouri. She was an activist, and now she is in the United States Representative. I mean, she's in the United States House of Representatives, representing Missouri's 1st Congressional District. She put her actions where her mouth was, ran for office, and she won. So I am proud of Miss Cori Bush. So in closing, I'm just saying to all the women who are about to take that oath of office in the, in the coming weeks or months, represent us well and set a light on the path for those who are going to follow in your footsteps because they're coming. Trust and believe. This is Red Wine, and I'm just raising my glass in a toast, and I'm just saying, women represent! Woo! I'm happy about it. (laughs) Do your thing, ladies. All right. All right, Miss Red Wine, that was a good one. Do your thing, ladies. Now, what you going to say about that, Papa D? I ain't saying nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's quiet you, Wait a minute, you got him quiet Rewind, what's up? Yeah, he was thinking But he decided he wasn't going to mess with that So <laughs> Alright, it's time for Living living for the City mm. So what what you going to do tonight, Papa Didi? You know, I want to talk about this guy You know, we're going we're gonna to put him on the kisser list We're going to make a, a frame of him Hang it and oh my god! And this this man, this this guy's name is uh, Larry Elder. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy! Let me put him on the list. This man has been out for a long time. You know he's, you know he's he's a classic modern day Uncle Tom kiss ass for real, for real. And he's and he's loudmouth about it. He's a he's a Fox contributor. You know, every every now and then you got to turn on Fox for a minute. You know what I mean? Especially when there's something hot going on with, with Trump and everything and everything is 
boiling over. You know, try to hit it from the beginning because they throw all their guns out of the beginning of their program. And listen to, you know, people like, uh, what's the fun, some of the names over at Fox. Uh, I some of Trump's people. Anyway, they get it in. They, boy, them boys are, oh, my Lord. I, for one, they they eating out of Trump's, out of his hand. You know, Sean Hannity and all them people. You know, they're, they're eating out of Trump's hands. It's crazy. Anyway, but this guy, Larry Elder, black dude, right? This is his, his, his bio, his description. They say he's a conservative radio talk show host and a political commentator, uh, recipient of the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. How the hell he got that, I don't know. He's nobody. He's done anything. He's hosted long-running afternoon uh, drive-time uh, radio shows in L.A. beginning in 1940, uh, 1994. Excuse me. Larry Elder show. You know, he's a dark-skinned brother with a big chin, you know, uh, he just, you know, he has this uh, forthcoming type dialogue when he talks, like he's so sophisticated. Happened to see him a day. He was talking about uh, his friend, Mitch McConnell, okay, mm. and saying how Mitch, me and Mitch hang out all the time, and he doesn't. Mitch never owned no slaves. Why is everybody mad at him? Mitch never oppressed anybody. Blah 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 blah. blah. And I mean, he was just speaking to to Mitch as as a black man. He was just. So, and he said, and I've been in Mitch McConnell's office many times, and we discussed civil rights issues that he's taken care of. Nobody knows about. Well, you've been in Mitch McConnell's office, but you ain't been to his fucking house, and you sure ain't been to his backyard eating his goddamn pork or beef or whatever. So, I want you to stop all that superficial crap that you're talking. You know what I mean? You don't know these white folks that well. They invite you to where they want to invite you to. You know, but this guy, and these are some of the statements he made in his quotes in his life. He says, uh, well, one thing he blares all the time, he, I forget the third thing he said, but he said, in order to be successful, you got to graduate high school, don't have a child till you're married, and some other shit, right? And he, this is a black man now, brown-skinned black man at that. You know, pull him up on your phone or your laptop, name is Larry Elder, E-L-D-E-R, okay? He says, more armed, more unarmed whites are killed by cops than are on blacks. So where is white lives matter? You know? He said that? He said that, yeah. Why don't we have white lives matter? I mean, this man talks, he just want white folks to love his crazy Uncle Tom ass. It's crazy, you know? I mean, some of the stuff that he, he, that he, he, that he's written and said it's, it's, it's uh, systemic racism is such an um, obvious, clear-cut feature feature of our alleged racial criminal justice system. Where are the class action lawsuits? You know, violations of certain civil rights statutes entitled plaintiffs and, and punitive damage. So where are the lawsuits? Why are people, if you're so oppressed, why aren't you suing somebody? Or And he's saying that to black folks. And he's, I mean... I, t- I can't explain it. I just want to put it out there, put his name out there, put him on the kissing list just to honor him for being such an Uncle Tom ass. I mean, he reminds you of the other guy, um, what's the boy's name, Armstrong, Armstrong Williams. Oh, yeah. These are people that have been bassing with racist white folks for years, and they get this notion that they actually liked them, or they brought them into their club, 
or they they got exclusive rights to go here. And they, they go to the country clubs and all the Republican parties and all the stuff they go to. And I'm sure he's involved with a white woman somewhere down the line. I'm sure there's got to be a white piece of ass somewhere in his itinerary of of shit he feel like he succeeded. The white woman, the fucking Mercedes Benz, and whatever else comes with your Uncle Tom-ass successful-ass life. So, you know, it's just crazy, man. Look up this guy and follow this dude, man. Larry Elder, E-L-D-E-R. This motherfucker is such a damn, and I hope he's listening he is such a damn Uncle Tom. It is not funny. It's crazy. I mean, with all the stuff in the world, and you don't have to walk around wearing no dashiki or red, black, and green, you know, bandana, or, you know, you ain't got to walk around with a, a, a fist on a pick in the back of your fucking afro to prove you're black and nothing like that. But as a black man, as a brown-skinned black man in this world, you're a marked man. Nobody knows who you are. I mean, when you step out of those studios or you, you don't shave for a couple of days and you got some stubbles going on or you don't, you know, you, you got up in the morning, you put your little sweatsuit on to go to the corner store, you're a black man like anybody else. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're clean shaved and you go on Fox as a contributor and you're talking all that crap and you're talking with all your little fourth tongue, black people need to, black people need to, but you know, like I said, two, three days without shaving, you know, and just, just being a regular person, all people see you for is your black ass skin like they see the rest of us black before our black ass skin. I'm going to leave that alone. Larry Elder, look his ass up. Okay, man. I put him on the list. On the kissing list this week. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Armstrong, uh, you? I, I, I um, did my homework, Papa. I'm, I'm checking him out. He's um, written quite a few books, and he's been um. It says he's a uh, author, attorney, documentary, filmmaker, talk re- talk show radio host. It says conservative talk radio host. Uncle Tom, don't forget mm-hmm. that title. Well, you know, conservative. Okay. You know the term, and we'll spend two seconds on this. You know the mm-hmm. term. The term conservative does not particularly stand for anything in particular. We all have a conservative side of us. Especially if we're around a bunch of low-life motherfuckers we don't want to be bothered with, we'll turn our conservative light on just to, you know, play them off. And not that we're trying to be particular or bougie, but we say, yo, man, I really can't have you fucking up my shit. So, therefore, we will step into a conservative aspect just to back off from the BS, the people that may not have a pot to piss in and want to throw throw it out of and trying to rip us off or, or, you know, just ain't trying to be at the same aspect that we that we work hard to be in every day. So conservatism mm-hmm. just comes on just by by attitude. But you don't walk around with that title because you're not conservative all the time. You know, if this man was out somewhere and he had to piss like a racehorse and he's gotten older, so I'm sure his, process, his prostate is pushing up against his balls at the age he is now, and he may have to piss one night. So if you get out of your truck one night as Larry Elders, and you piss on the side of the wall, on the side of a building somewhere, you're not a conservative when you pull your dick out in public and take a piss. So, you know what I mean? I'm using that as an example that 
I'm, I'm using an example to say that conservatism will fall off for whatever reason. I use urine, urinating in public as an example, but anything can change conservatism. You know what I mean? Too much to drink, hanging out, saying some crazy shit, doing some crazy shit, which we do as human beings. So you can't walk mm-hmm. around with that conservative title hanging on you like a tag hangs on a store saying seventeen ninety five for purchase. You know what I mean? Anyway, right. I'm going to leave it alone. Leave it alone. All right, get off your soapbox. All right. Yeah, but there's some interesting titles, what he has on these um, books, though. Um, oh, yeah. One is um, the, ten, the thing, 10 Things You Can't Say in America, Stupid Black Men. Um, yeah, so What's anyway, race so, got to I mean, do with it? Yeah, so interesting. What's race got to do with it? Yeah, what's race have to do with it? Because he, he felt like he's arrived. You know, I, I could talk to white people. They'll listen to me. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, come man, on. Man, please. Okay. Come on, man. All right. <laughs> Let, let's go to the West Coast and get some entertainment news. Uh, All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's lighten it up a little bit. Let's All lighten right. it up. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, we got to lighten up. Thank you, Bobby. That boy right. pissed me off. See? Took your line. He pushed me off. He pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, I see. Really. Uh, right. Um, I heard him on the talk star- today. Go ahead. Okay, the star of um, um, the um, Flip and Flop show, Christina, um, her name last name is Anstead now, she files for divorce from husband. Um, they've only been, what, married less than, what, three years? Um, they have a son together. Um Yep, so on September the 18th, uh, the star announced that she and Aunt, that's what they call them, were separating a year after welcoming their first child, uh, son Hudson London, Anstead. Um, she goes on Twitter to say, we are grateful for each other, and as always, our children will remain our priority. We appreciate your support and ask for privacy for us and our family at this particular time. Um, what? something must be something must be going on with girlfriend because this is like the second husband, and so she got two two daddies daddies. Uh, you know, something wrong. Wait with a minute, we talking about the blonde the blonde girl that was married to uh, Tariq? I think his name is yeah. Tariq on HDTV. Yes. yes. Okay, she they got divorced. divorced. Right, and now she got married to somebody else, and oh, now yeah. she's filing for started, divorce to him. And he started a new yep. show it's called something else. And Christina really, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, she got show. her own show. Uh, okay, right. Yeah. And uh, you know, the ex-husband he has his own show, and I think it's pretty good. Her show is, is yeah. Awesome, he's always but, been uh, laid back. Yeah, I don't like yeah. her show. He's always been on the coast, but I do like his but, show, uh, and they still do their show together, Flip or Flop. Yeah, Even they though do. they're divorced, they still have a business together. Right. Yeah. Okay. I never thought I would have, uh, she would be divorced again and have two baby daddies. Okay, really? All right. Bye. Is that what she said? Bye, Felicia. Yeah, that's what I she guess she thought yeah, that. really. I guess she thought that, that title belonged to black folks. I didn't know she had a child with her second husband. I missed that one, but okay. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So she got two baby daddies. Moving on. Um, celebrity pastor Carl Lynch um, breaks his silence after um, the Hillsong Church fired him. Um, this is the pastor that um, pastored, uh, you know, helped Justin Bieber through his um, 
his trials and tribulations. Oh, um, yeah. Former pastor and mentor uh, in a statement, the Hillsong East Coast Church announced that it came up with the decision following leadership issues and breaches of trust, plus a recent um, revelation of moral um, failures. Oh, wow. So, okay, cheated on his wife. Okay, I mean, he's human. So that was one reason. Um, the celebrity pastor took full responsibility for his actions and um, is working on rebuilding his wife and children's trust. Okay. And he apologizes and yada, yada. Okay. Yeah. Sorry you got fired. Got, got to move on. And, I mean, he gives this long, drawn explanation on Twitter. I'm telling you, I thought those characters were limited on the Twitter feed, but I guess not. So, anyway. I don't know. I think they um, did extend it, but I don't know how many it is now. It used to be 140, well, but I don't know what it is now. Well, he, 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 he wrote too much. Um, uh, despite, the, you know, the, um, the election and everything going on, the um, mass Singer... Um, they, uh, um, their ratings are uh, uh, top on, on Fox uh, station. Um, you know, it's like everybody's not watching the um, election. I know I'm not. I'm watching something to relieve my stress. I don't need all that. Um, the Fox <laughs> singing competition topped the ratings charts with 1.6 rating um, among adults between 18 and 49 and 6.3 million total views. Wow. Okay. So uh, the um, last person to go was um, the little monster or something, the ugly monster. Um, and it was, what's the guy's name from, oh, man. I oh, the I saw name, it. Man. The guy from um, uh, the family. Uh, right. What's um, that show? The house, um, um, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot his it will come back to me. But um yeah, they um they had three guesses and um three people uh they had gotten who it was, so that was funny, but that was pretty good though. Um Yeah. I can't yeah. think of his name. He used I can't to host either. uh funniest videos at one point. Right. Right. Um oh, my it'll goodness. come back to me. He was the father um, on the show with the uh, Oh was in the what house. Was the name or what was it called? I, I can't remember. Yeah. The, the, the thing about the family where the uncles live there, Jesse and the little girl, the Michelle, house. the twin. Full house. Full house, that's it. The father right. on right. Full House. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, LeBron James, um, he's in the news. Um, they said he, LeBron James seeks killer of his friend's sister. Um, L.A. Lakers star LeBron James was looking for answers after his childhood friend's sister was shot and killed. Her name is Erica Weems, um, the sister of James's childhood friend Brandon Weems. Name sounds familiar. Was reportedly killed. Um, police entered her home Monday and found her unresponsive. Um, wow. So he puts a plea out to Twitter. Everybody uses that particular um, social media uh, feed. Um, yeah. Yeah, so he he goes on to say, my brother's sister, my brother's sister was murdered this past weekend in her home. My brother's family needed answers 
to why and by whom. Um, he's like, you know, my city, I need you guys. So he's just, just trying to get some answers. So I guess hopefully maybe, you know, people will respond since he put it on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, and we'll see what happens. Um, okay. Also, um, The weekend, he's put out new music. Um and he's um, um, singing in English and Spanish. Oh. Oh, really? He joined Maluma for a remix of the Colombian singers Hawaii and for the first time sang in both English and Spanish. The two seasons, uh, they were working together earlier this week, posing for a photo together um, that The weekend shared on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So the guy, he's the... Um, what is he? He is uh, a Colombian singer, songwriter, and actor. Signed with Sony Music um, uh, Colombia. His name is Mulumu. Uh, he has a long name, but that's what he's, he's called. <laughs> that's his nickname. Okay. And him and The Weeknd have a song out. And on a sad note, somewhat, but it's a good note for Stevie Wonder, he leaves Motown. After nearly 60 years. What? He's been with Motown since 1961, since he was 11. He made the announcement in a press conference Tuesday where he announced that he is launching his own imprint, What the Fuss Records, under the Republic Records Universal Music Group umbrella. Um, yep. Wanda um, has been with Motown. Wait, what's the name of the company? What's the what fuss? The fuss? fuss? Oh, okay, F-U-S-S. like that song. He has a song called that. Okay, go ahead. Right. Um, he been with them since Motown since sixty one. He was eleven, and uh, he says time to move on. He's doing some collaborations with um, Buster Rhymes and um, some other folks. So, should be interesting to see what he has coming out. Chica, Buster Rhymes, um, Gary Clark Jr., Rhapsody, Corday. So he's, he's working with quite a few people, so it's gonna be okay. interesting to see what you know what he got going on. So good wow. for him, good for Stephen. I bet Motown never up. thought he would leave. <laughs> I mean, for them to have that artist for that long period of time, I mean they they uh, they did a good job. So. He wasn't fussing and fighting, so he said, well, it's time to move on. Okay. Yep. Some Hollywood rap All right. All right. Oh, that was a juicy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The weekend right, was totally Dan. different, too. I bet. <laughs> All right. That takes us to the Kiss It list for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Papa Didi, can you uh, tell the good folks what exactly is the world famous pajama party kiss it list? The kiss it list is a pot like on Bugs Bunny when they put them in that big old wabbit stew. Wabbit <laughs> <laughs> stew. Oh, boy. Anyway, people have showed their butt, and uh, I'm going to put Larry Elders on there first, first and foremost. We're going to just permanently put him there. It doesn't make sense for somebody to just keep beating up their own people like that and act like, you know, like Clarence Thomas and people like that. Mm-hmm. Just act like 
Just act like this. I'm not black. I mean, I'm not. We all could perpetrate that fraud if we wanted to, but I just don't trust white folks enough to really carry me like that. You know, shit, they'll fucking drop my ass over 12 feet of water, man. They get tired of me. I'm not. I ain't, I'm not riding with them like that. You know, I just don't. I can dig I'm it. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah. You know. But that was his thing, and just like that, uh, and the other guy too. Anybody had that flavor of? Williams, Armstrong, Armstrong Williams. Williams yeah. uh, what about mm-hmm. that? Remember that Ranger down in Texas? The black oh, guy? yeah. What was his name? I don't big remember Tex, his name. He wore a big old yeah. 10 gallon hat. He was a Texas Ranger. Uh, what was his name? Yeah, I forget I forgot his, name. his name. Yeah, but anyway, he was another one who was just so, oh my God. Ugh. My people, my people. Well, uh, I want to add uh, Lindsey Graham. Oh, yeah. Wow. And uh, what's the other one? Speaker of the House. Uh, Mitch. Mitch McConnell. Mitch was on TV today, and I swear, boy, his <laughs> mouth mechanics, his mouth mechanics are just just done. And God bless him. I it mean, barely moves. You know, when you get a certain age, you know, <laughs> when you get a certain age, you know, I mean, when I start drool drooling on myself, please let me know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I'm talking crazy and I don't even know what I'm talking about and my mouth barely opens up. And this is where Mitch McConnell is right now. I mean, I'm not talking about him or putting him down. God bless him. Hope he be 250 years old. But this man is talking with a mouth that's not even moving. He's... I'm still trying to understand why he was all bruised up about a week or so ago. His hands were all bruised up. And the reporters even asked him, is there a medical situation going on? And he said, no, mm-hmm. everything's fine. And they're like, dude, obviously it's not. You then, look like you've been boxing somebody and losing. Then his wife is this young Asian woman who's, I mean, she's not that young. I would say she's about 50, 55 years old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she's just sitting around like, you know. You know, she probably gives him a hand job every now and then, whatever oh, it takes Lord. to keep him in perspective. You're going to make you know. me ill. You know. I have the protesters um, that were trying to, you know, get in there and tell them to stop the count. Um, whoever was in coming up here. Put, in yeah, Philadelphia put in the list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, the protesters, no, and... and yeah, 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 well, Philly yeah. had some guys had guns in, in a Hummer that they got. Yeah, them they too. Two guys, they got arrested. Yeah, them too. And my, my question mm-hmm. was, what were you going to do when you got in the Civic Center with guns? Were you going to just spray mm-hmm. the joint? Mm-hmm. You're just going to shoot everybody in there? I mean, and who pay, who's Probably paying so. you to do this? You know, let's put Trump on there. Who, who, oh, yeah, who's definitely paying you to do this? Mm-hmm. To build up all this mm-hmm. anger and then go forth to do something. You know, when you do that to stop anything, Trump's ass ain't going to jail. You going to jail? So who are you helping? And I need to add Rudy Giuliani, Trump's mm-hmm. sons, both of them, oh, and Jared Kushner and Eric. Because of all people, plus mm-hmm. both of them, Eric and, mm-hmm. and his, Trump Jr. His crazy Giuliani ass. and anybody else that's out here pumping misinformation and downright outright lies. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. acting like a daggone poly parrot, everything mm-hmm. Trump says, and there's no foundation mm-hmm. for it. You sound stupid mm-hmm. and you look stupid or um, mm-hmm. the guy that uh, owns Fox. Fox. The guy that owns Fox. 
Yes, Rupert Murdoch. Oh, Rupert Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole family. Got him on the list. Also, the mm-hmm. cops, they killed uh, that brother Walter uh, in Philadelphia. Wallace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wallace, Wallace, yeah. Both of them in their 20s at that. Not even, they're not even yeah. 30 years old yet. And they, they're hunting mm-hmm. people down in a black neighborhood. Probably wasn't raised mm-hmm. nowhere near a black neighborhood. And they go in there smoking, shooting their guns. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. they're on the kiss it list. Um, also, let me add uh, Visa. I'm going to put Visa on the kiss it list. Because I'm like, why y'all trying to corner the market on all the debit mm-hmm. card processing? You already got mm-hmm. 70%. What you want, 100? But they can Good control God. everything. That's what they Stop trying to do. Stop being greedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just being ridiculous now. So yeah. I'm putting Visa on the list, even though I do have some Visa logos. That's beside the point. <laughs> I'm putting y'all on the list because y'all being greedy. All right. What we got for them? Uh, <laughs> we have a special award this week for everybody on the kissing list. And here it is. Kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Welcome back to the John Party One Hills Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Woo! Bonsoir, darling. Well, I guess we're going to uh, get out a little early today so we can go back and check what's happening with this uh, election. Pennsylvania. All right. It's getting closer. Biden's lead is getting a little further and further away from Trump. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's time for the last word So uh, Papa Didi What's your last word for tonight Man, My last word is to uh, Like I said Be patient on the uh, On the election situation You know Definitely uh, You know See how things pan out You know Keep, keep a watchful eye on it You know Because Trump's going to come up with some crap You know that so don't 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 sleep on his ass, and I, I hope and pray that uh, Trump's out of there because he was he was definitely bad for business. You know he wasn't a good look at all. So. Anyway, but just uh, take care of yourself and uh, be careful. Wear your mask. That's all I got. Absolutely. And my last word is like Papa Didi said: wear your mask. It's not a political statement. This is a health caution to protect yourself and protect others. Wear your mask. These numbers are going up instead of down. We're going the wrong direction. We're going to end up on lockdown like Europe and some other places if we keep this up. 
So let's all work together and try to bring these numbers down. And let's kick coronavirus in the backside. And be kind to one another. And that's my last word. Over to you, Kettle. What's your last word, Kettle? My last word is uh, kind of chiming on what Papa said. Um, is what, uh, uh, what is the guy's name? Mambino. He says, stay woke. <laughs> stay woke. Oh, Childish Gambino. Uh, yeah, Childish yeah. Gambino. I've been playing him lately, so he must be coming out with something new. But stay woke and have faith. And um, I think we need to have some, some prayer sessions. Uh, Oprah, a couple of days ago, just before the election, uh, the results and everything was coming out. She had a prayer meeting. It was short and sweet, 30 minutes. But uh, she Zoomed a nice prayer meeting. She had all types of denominations um, praying, um, Baptists, uh, a little bit everybody. So um, maybe it's what we need to do. Just uh, stay woke and Continue to have the faith and prayer. Prayer doesn't doesn't uh always works. That's what I say. It always works. Hey, it sure won't hurt. Mm-hmm. Like 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 the president says, uh, what you got to lose? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's his line. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it for us. Uh, we want to give a special thanks. And shout out to DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. And thanks to our listeners tonight and callers and uh, everybody hanging out with us. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. And special shout out to everybody that voted. You know, this for this particular election, they said they have never seen numbers like this ever. Biden has gotten more votes than any president ever in history yeah. for wow. any election. Wow. That's pretty wow. amazing. He definitely won the popular vote for sure. You know, because people mm-hmm. came out and voted like their lives depended on it, which it actually does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. shout out to all the voters yeah. and to those who wanted to vote but couldn't for whatever reason. Get on the bandwagon next time, but we're mm-hmm. not playing this time around. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, I have to say that I think that um, Trump, he messed his, his own self up. Uh, you know, starting that determent early as far as not voting by mail. Okay, so people showed up in record numbers in the polls. But a lot of people did the absentee ballots also. So there wasn't as many people as it should have been at the polls, you know, like long lines. So we really got out there and and did our thing. You know, there's mail or however we did it. We got it done, so... Yeah, now the uh, the black people's vote is being counted right now because everybody yeah. every time they come on the numbers go up because it's just people of color or yeah. or disenfranchised people that voted like that that that's got the mail in ballots. I mean, he lasts right. last last best, you know. Absolutely. And right now, right now you can. That's why I tell you, boy, common sense will always beat out bullies anytime. Don't. Don't think being a bully, you always gonna win, man. It takes a lot. It takes more energy to to frown than it does to smile. So as long as you acting like you're, you know, you're aggressive and you're bully, that's energy all day. Mm-hmm. You gotta maintain that crap, being, and it makes you ugly too. Shit, he's nothing pretty about a damn. You know bully. what? All that energy that uh, Trump put into stoking fear about mm-hmm. by mail, people mm-hmm. requested their mail in ballots. 
And a lot yep. of people took it directly to the drop boxes, yeah. and they did it there early. They said, yep. I'm not going to be out here lying, messing yeah. with the corona. I'm going to request my mail-in ballot, and as soon as I get mm-hmm. it, I'll go drop it off to an election mm-hmm. box or a drop and box. And all they did was stack them and pack them in warehouses and then That's put people right. in there to count them. They boxed and when they them opened up those things up and put them in the machines, as long as you did it right with a black ink like it's like they told you to, yeah. and that yeah. stuff was just written. Because I, I tell you, what got me is when Pennsylvania went down where Trump had him by 300,000 mm-hmm. votes. And now he's ahead. Boy, in Atlanta also, there was another place where, not Atlanta, but just uh, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Georgia was was way ahead as well. And Trump came back on that when they started going into it. All those different counties. Man, I tell you, Georgia came through. You mean Biden came back. Yeah, Biden came back big time. Came back big time. Mm -hmm. Well, he's ahead Mm -hmm. now in Pennsylvania by 28,000 votes. Mm -hmm. And at Mm -hmm. one point, you know, Trump was ahead. So that's why Trump's losing his mind. He's calling mm-hmm. unfair cheating and everything. He but Georgia and all them places don't mean nothing because as long as he wins Pennsylvania, he's in. That's twenty points right there, Pennsylvania, and he's got mm-hmm. he's got the fifty-three. Yeah, that's all so he needs right is that now. Mm-hmm. So if he yeah. gets Pennsylvania, it's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forty-five mm-hmm. can go somewhere and cry. He can get on Twitter. You can do all you want, but mm-hmm. it is. What it is. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what he said mm-hmm. about the coronavirus in one of his press conferences? Well, it is mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to get right back to a rewind. <laughs> it is what it is. That's right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get on out of here. Yeah. Let's For everybody's information, uh, Biden's about to speak on uh, TV. So if you turn to CNN or wherever you listen to you, Biden's about to. Okay. Say well, let's something. get out of here so we can go Coming see what now. Biden has so. to say. Let's say good night. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Kevin. Good night. And good night. Bonsoir. Till next Friday. We'll do it again. We're out. Thanks. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bet you farewell, Arabatachi, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Dabiko. Sana. I regret. To announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Hey!
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.